0: Hello and welcome back to the Salespec podcast, episode two. Um, if you missed the first episode, you can find that on Chris and Jake's LinkedIn or on YouTube under the salespec banner. Um, we discussed last week everything to do with how sales has changed over the last 12 to 18 months, particularly with the, with the pandemic. Um, but this week, we're going to be talking about um, putting yourself in the client's shoes and navigating that journey with the client. Chris, how did you feel last week's podcast? When did you enjoy it?
1: I did, yes. It was good to get out there and do the first one. Um, I think watching the first episode back, you know, my key take, I can't actually believe how much I fidget. So <laughs> this week's very much going to be focused on trying to sit, sit still. So if anybody thinks I'm frozen or I'm a robot, I promise you I'm here. Um, but, yeah, just just wanted to say thank you to everybody that viewed it. I'm not going to make an Oscar, Oscar speech and say that we're, we're very humbled. but Thank, thank you, for that. Yes, exactly. But thank you to people who supported it and viewed it. Um, and, and, and provided comments and subscribe to the channel. So thank you very much from that perspective. And then in terms of today, I think one of the key feedbacks that we've received is what are we trying to achieve from this? And again, we're going to be very transparent back because it's a good question. is who are we talking to? Are we talking to other salespeople or are we trying to talk to, you know, either the clients that we currently work with or the clients that we don't work with in the million that we're trying to attract? So being transparent, it's everybody. And that might be a very generic answer to give, But I want to tell you why. There seems to be a bit of a third wall between, you know, salespeople and the end customer. And what we are trying to be is transparent with the fact that we understand what people are trying to achieve. And the reason why we do that is because of our background, which we're going to touch on. But also because we take time to understand who we speak to, you know, not from an individual point of view, but from a brand point of view as well, a strategy point of view, the teams that work within those various different departments who we want to potentially work with. And we understand where the challenges are. And that doesn't mean by ringing people up and going, "Where are you struggling? Can we fit in with that?" No, that comes by understanding the customers, you know, that they have, you know, what offers they want to see, what they look like within their models, uh, the various promotions that they run, things like that. So we we explore that. Now, for a little bit about me and Jake, because we, you know, perhaps should have covered this in the first place. We come from an account management background. You know, we've both been in sort of digital for maybe seven or eight years. Uh, we've looked after clients operationally, so we understand challenges that they sometimes go through and we understand how to talk to them in that language and as our own careers have progressed we've sort of moved into the world of new business uh, setting up our own teams and companies respectively um, which has sort of allowed us to convey some of those principles to the people that we talk to so that's sort of the background and where we're going to go with this today is putting ourselves in the customer shoes by doing that we're just going to talk about how we go about understanding the customer um, within our various roles so I'm going to ask you Jake to give a little bit of background on how you've gone about that that transition from the account management and operational world and understanding where value is driven on the ground to the world of now approaching newer, newer people um, to really explore that new world.
0: Yeah no it's an interesting point What you, I mean I definitely agree with you there there are some p- people we want to appeal to the sales people that want to know how to better manage their customers and, and find new business but at the same time we want to um, put make sure that the message we're putting out is um, in line with what we actually do on a day-to-day basis which is manage customers and that might be managing expectations it might be managing the project operationally you have just touched on there so yeah 100% um, from my perspective I started my career as an account manager um, which I was always told at university studying marketing was the holy grail um, getting an agency become an account manager was very difficult to do and I was sort of thrown into the deep end and when I first started, I didn't really understand what it meant to be an account manager and work with clients on a, a day in day basis um, and delivering projects and then reporting on those projects and then working with the client to establish new challenges and then deliver new work based on those new challenges over the sort of last seven years, obviously being in, in the account manager role and client facing role you know as better as as anyone, you become adept to the way customers want to be treated and spoken to and communicated to and also what they're looking for from a partner. So from an account management perspective, it's really putting yourself in the customer's shoes to understand their business, their challenges, their pain points, and then tailoring a solution and a strategy uh, to help them achieve their, their common goals, maybe that in you know, a six month basis or a two year basis, however long that engagement may be. Um, one of the key things being an account manager, I think, is the ability to take yourself out of the job that you actually do. So you work for a particular agency and almost put yourself in the marketing manager role of, a, of this company and, and work with their teams and their board and whoever it may be to, to implement a strategy. And, and hope help them on their journey to, to achieve their goals. Now the transition to the new business side is understanding from the account management what they want and how they need a partner to in, integrate with them and then shaping your messaging to find new clients that are like them that also obviously have challenges every, every day. So that challenge from account management to new business is, is a difficult one. It sounds easy in practice, you know, but, new business is about helping them to understand their challenges that maybe they didn't quite understand and then implementing them and handing them over to maybe an account management team to integrate the services that, that you've recommended on a strategy, on a strategy basis. So account management on the one hand, business new business development on the other two different categories. And where I think a lot of um, positions fall down is that they're assumed to be the same. So an account manager might be tasked with, 75% 75% new business and only 25% account management, but they are two completely separate beasts. I don't know if, if you'd agree with that.
1: No, 100%. I think it, it, in, in my mind, account management is satisfying the customer. And when I say satisfying, it doesn't make sure they're just you know happy in their day-to-day life. Yeah. That is making sure that whatever service you might be providing matches up to their expectations and what you originally engaged with them for. That is that's the bottom line. But the top account managers go above and beyond. They understand the business. They make themselves a part of the customer's business, right? They get to grips with their objectives, departmentally, but also top-line business growth. They understand how the customer makes money, you know, what their product margins are, how they talk to their customers in, in the pockets of, in pockets of data and the audiences. And they understand what offers they run, and how they're redeemed and how they perform. And if they don't perform, you know, it, it, so, so if we don't win, we learn kind of attitude. You need to always test and learn. Now, new businesses is very, very different because you go into a business code, You have to get to know their business very, very, very quickly. You have to, be, you know, you have to become experts in their field, not overnight. Because you know, just speaking on behalf of myself, we specialise in certain birds, but we don't try and approach it all because you—it's not just just dashing out the lingo, but it's understanding the markets and the verticals, the intricacies. Um, and things like that and how competitors perform you know what works what doesn't how do we propose better things so you have to have a very holistic view of you know a lot of different areas to make that a success and you have to rely on liking you as a person right yeah so you know that's how conversations start and it has it's how they open up around people's objectives and things like that so they're very very different account management you have a warm relationship new business you've got to be on your game to get in places and have a warm relationship that leads me on quite nicely so when we think about the, you know, the world that we work in, marketing data, digital, whatever CRM, whatever spin we put on it, we, people will, will get it. You normally have either what we call agency side or client side. That's the gap. You know, me and Jacob have, have primarily been agency side and we service people on the client side. Now, there's a gap there to bridge whereby you want to be seen longer term as an extension of the client's business. Love that term because it's true. You know, I worked on engagement where it has worked I worked on engagement where it hasn't. Whatever happens, you are in the trenches with those guys when, if, when and if things go wrong. You have yeah. to be there, first port of call. You have to make things happen to react. And long term, you want to be part of that strategy and have a relationship as their business grows and impact that top-line growth. Um, but again, it comes down to the understanding piece. I want to have a chat with you, Jake, about this now because, you know, you, you now work with clients day in, day out. Uh, newer relationships you know you've got your own service that you provide Um, so we'd love to hear your approach and how you go about you know doing that area
0: yeah touching on the vertical that we work in so we're specifically um, content and, and more specifically than that video production and when we first started out it was a lot of um, one-off videos here and there and so i feel like we were missing out which you've just touched on there as being an extension of their business because obviously they might seek a, a sales animated video or whatever it might be and we produce that video and then we give it to them and then they run it how we've adapted over the last 12 months is like you've said there become an extension of their marketing team so for any content marketing output they seek you for the strategy and then they work with you on the implementation of videos, brochures, eBooks, whatever the content might be working with clients on a day to day basis. One of the key things we always find is just communication and it sounds so basic and it sounds so, you know, so obvious that, oh yeah, you should be communicating well and you should have you know maybe a Dropbox file so everyone's communicating and, and integrating together. But if, if, if the communication is poor between the client and yourself, you can't ever expect to understand truly what they do and then deliver the work and the right strategy for them. Um, so we've, we've worked really hard to making sure that there's only one port of call Uh, really not everybody's jumping in the client's got one port of call through the message for the medium sorry that they most want to whether it's whatsapp whether it's email whether it's teams whatever it is we talk to them how they want to be spoken to we speak their language and we make it as comfortable as we can for the client because working with new businesses new partners working with um, freelancers whatever it might be is a difficult challenge it's more people to manage it's more external people that you're not particularly in control of so What I've worked really hard on over the last 12 months is just to be that one person that when we work with a client day in, day out, if they have a question, they come to me. They have uh, comments about some work, they come to me. If they want to know about deadlines, they come to me. Whereas before, um, particularly in, in other companies that I've worked with, there's so many people involved that the client just gets confused. One minute, someone's pitching in an email. Then the next minute, someone's delivering the work. Then the next minute, someone else is delivering the porting. So for me, I've been focusing a lot on streamlining uh, the relationship with the with the client and I just want to touch on slightly from a new business perspective if you are working in new business a rule I've started to speak uh, tell myself before messaging a potential new client is if I was receiving this message would I respond to it and again it sounds so obvious but I've sent messages in the past sales messages where you think it's good and then you read it back at the week and it's kind of like that was so salesy and it was so, it had all the lingo and the buzzwords because you think that's the right thing to do. But before I send any new business interaction or even with a client, I always just reread it and think if I was on the receiving end of this, would I open it? Would I respond to it? Would I see value in this email? And that's really helped me to define my message and clients respond better to that because you're treating them as a person. You're treating them as a human. You're just having a conversation. Like you said, you need to be likable. If you're coming in with, hi, we've got three months off, 80% and it's just like, I wouldn't respond to that, it sounds, sounds spammy. So I'm really focused on the, on the communication side, streamlining with the, with the client, making sure everybody's objectives are aligned from the agency and the client side so that the engagement is obviously, is obviously successful. And then obviously that's when the uh, recommendations come, the referrals, and obviously your um, credibility grows with that client uh, for long term. So that's how, that's how we work. And communication is, is our main is our main focus. Um, when you work with a new client, Chris, what's, what's the one thing that you'd say that is absolutely critical for onboarding a new client uh, into the, into your business at XM?
1: Yeah. I, th- I think for us, it's, it's the first part we've spoken about quite a lot is customer understanding. So we get know, getting to know what the challenge is, you know, where the pain points are, how the current processes run, you know, whether they work or whether they don't understanding that. And starting to get a really good idea around you know, how you can add value to that. The value piece is massive, which I want to really delve into. That, that revolves around a couple of different things. And not necessarily just people and technology. But when you do end up speaking to a new client, that genuinely means that either they have a desire to have a long-term relationship with you, the timeline might be right. Or there's a specific requirement or use case that they want to focus on with you. Now, when that is the case, you then need to really understand what that is, obviously. But the client might need leadership, and that leadership part, they might either know that they need or they don't. It's very challenging when they don't sometimes, because you only really have one shot to get this right as an agency with a client. If you're going to take them on a really you know, powerful journey that you have in your mind, and they don't necessarily know that they need to go on it yet, it's in terms of what teams they need involved if they're trying to do it in a silo. Then if that message gets shut down, you are ultimately sometimes behind the eight ball operationally when you're trying to open up, you know, the bigger picture. Then you end up just doing delivery and you need to then sort of ramp back up off the back of that, which can become a challenge. Yeah. Um, but understanding the strategy is incredibly important. So I hate the term what we're we trying to achieve because that is too high level. So many people use it. So many people ask it. It seems like a great question. But if we break that down, what are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to achieve a technical setup? Are you trying to achieve an ROI on a campaign? Are you trying to achieve more opt-ins or better acquisition? Are you trying to understand your channels? This is how you break it down and speak about more granular level. And when you go into the detail, that is when you start having an impact on a client or a prospect, whatever that may be. That revolves around value. And can't say that enough. and again, the operational side of it always comes into that. And I will never, ever, ever have disrespect for that area, the operational, because we've been there, we've both done it. We've yeah. service clients, we've been, we've been in the trenches. I, I, I love that saying because that means that you're in it together and you're trying to achieve a common goal. Now, operationally means working with different teams and, and sometimes pulling that all together and giving, you know, trying to drive a client team mm. towards a mm. common goal you know, that you're trying to achieve from, from a CRM or marketing standpoint. Um, and that will often lead to top-line growth. That's what people are always trying to achieve to. Um, so, again, it'd be good to get your sort of input on yep. that value piece yep. and what that means to you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've worked client-side. So I know you obviously – I think you've predominantly just been agency your, your whole career. I've, I've had experience, actually, on the other side. When agencies have been engaged, um, particularly uh, with working with an SEO agency, for example – if they don't understand the key words that drive your business, if they don't understand the type of content that drives your business, when you start, um, you're in meetings with them and they're trying to explain their picks, they're trying to receive, make you spend more money as agencies do on occasion, then you're just so put off with, with what they're offering you in terms of value because they don't understand your business. They haven't really taken the time to, get to know what's the key drivers underlying the business now seo is invisible really it's just keywords and content and blogs and outreach and pr and links and all those things and if they don't understand your business how can they put together a value proposition that will work for six to 12 months if because you're in the trenches yourself you're in the business every day you understand the brand and all those things when they pitch these things to you you're you're put off from the engagement and you're getting off to a bad footing now on occasion you speak with these agencies that take the time before they come in with the pitch and the proposition they take the time to truly understand like you just said there the strategy of your business and not in terms of what you're going to achieve on a higher level with the seo what you're trying to achieve in terms of what keywords drive new business for you what blog content drives traffic which drives inquiries for your business and then obviously from that they formulate the pitch so it's interesting having been agency side and client side i think being client side has helped me to shape my message and and shape our our deliverables i just wanted to touch on a little bit as well we are probably a little bit conscious that we're making it seem like account management new business is easy by having this conversation and obviously things have have started to come a bit naturally to us because we've been doing it for eight, nine, however many years. Um, But account management is a very difficult job and, you know, trying to understand key drivers in, in different businesses, in different industries. I mean, you can go from working with an an industrial client to a construction client, to a FinTech client in the space of one day. So in account management, it's like putting on various different hats. So I just wanted to touch on, obviously we're not, we're not preaching that we know absolutely everything here of account management. We're just portraying our experience being client side and agency side um, and, and trying to understand there. Um, but, you know, I, I love this conversation because ultimately we are client facing. So when we talk about putting ourselves in the customer shoes, we have to do that. Otherwise we fail. If we don't put ourselves in the customer shoes, we fail. So, yeah, Chris, what, what was the transition like for you from account management into the new business? And how, what are the different challenges that you found adapting to both of those? Yeah, mine happened very, very
1: quickly. Um, so I've always had a personality where I love to talk to people. People that know me quite well will be nodding their heads right now and saying yes too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so <laughs> like me, I, I always had a big, big focus on building relationships with clients. Um, yeah. And Delivering a job, but getting to know them as people, like, you know, what makes them tick. And, yeah, you know, we do a lot of things outside of work, like go to football matches and do the hospitality things and things like that. I loved that. That was a big passion of mine. Um, yeah. Anybody that's worked with me in the past would be like, yes, OK. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, 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 so that, that relationship part stood me in good stead for the transition. Now, I went from sort of an account director role where we were tasked with, we, we, we called it client growth. What that means is helping the client on their journey whether that be operationally, just making sure we're doing a good job or whether there's commercial targets to drive them forward. Yeah. That was sort of a, an area where I thrived in and I enjoyed because, you again, the immersion in the business really is a key message to get across for this. Um, and, yeah, it sort of happened within, like, a, a month. I ended up in, like, a new business role. And it's quite daunting, if I'm completely honest, because when you're in account management, you have warm relationships and you know... You pretty much know what you're walking into day in, day out. If something goes wrong, you know, it's, it's out of the ordinary, but you learn how to deal with it within a team. In your business, you're on your own. Um, you have targets, KPIs to hit. And, you know, it, you have to understand the proposition. So I had to, the biggest challenge I had was, was going from a world where I knew everything about a small thing, you know, managing an account, to having to know, you know, a lot about everything yeah and you can't do that you have to be very specialized and probably tried to take on too much at once and almost work back from that and build back up so really solid you know really solid sector um based Mm. and then also working within partner networks you know different software vendors speaking to newer, newer potential clients and things like that so it, 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 it was a challenge, I'm not, I'm not going to lie about that, yeah. but it's probably down, down to the pressure, if, if I'm honest, because you yeah. do carry pressure in new
0: business. And hence I think why we so, just, to... just to touch yeah. on that, I think it's, it's a really good transition. It's, it's better to go from account management to new business, because yeah. if you go new business cold, not really understanding the account management side, you can't really convey that value proposition. But if you come from an account management role, where you're working with clients every day and, and building those relationships, you, when you flip to new business, You've, you've almost got that as armor. You, you know how it runs in the background. So it's just a case of onboarding and bringing, bringing new clients. So yeah, 100%. I think that's been the role for both of us. I think that's a natural natural progression. Um, just going to wrap this up, Chris. I think we're pushing half an hour there. Um, oh, wow, okay. So, Sorry, the, no wonder you stopped me. And having, <laughs> time flies when you're having fun, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, absolutely. Thank you to anybody that's listening to these. Uh, appreciate any feedback, any support. Um, you know if you're enjoying them please just reach out and let us know you can subscribe on youtube sales Spets. you can like subscribe i never thought 28 i'd say you can like subscribe and comment on my own content oh, yeah. but absolutely do it um next week's podcast will be out um hope you all enjoyed it chris thank you very much for your time i think i think your your insight and experience there is is helpful not just for the audience potentially listening but also to me because your experience you've been there you've done it and it's, it's good to feed off of you and, and learn from you as well. So I appreciate your time there, mate.
1: Good. Well, thank you very much to you. And likewise on your on your insight and intelligence on that as well, Jake. And again, just echoing everybody's support and thank you in advance for, for viewing, et cetera. Um, and we will see you guys next week, hopefully. So take care. Take care.